0: yo 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 what's up with it man this is your boy young ricks and you tuned in to rexy t's true crime stories we're here with episode 33 man and this is the colleen ritzer case or colleen ritzer case i'm sorry i'm so sorry um i'm just too excited i know you heard the uh ad at the beginning shout out to anchor spotify i appreciate y'all for that that's just the first of many i was kind of nervous but. I'm ready I'm lit now And I was going out of town Yesterday And I was listening To my podcasts And I just kept hearing The ad come on On certain podcasts And it was just Getting me lit So anyway Shout out to Anchor Shout out to Spotify Everywhere that you're Listening to They also got a new Um a new little tag thing where you can record and you can record your video and post actual videos and you still got the choice to listen to the audio or watch the video but check that out too y'all that should be very interesting you know i am a to dig in that but back to my case man this is the colleen rissa case man she was a ninth grade teacher out of massachusetts this happened back in 2013 um she was a ninth grade teacher uh the school was denver high school or whatever And she loved it. I'm talking about she loved teaching. She was one of them people that just knew teaching was what she wanted to do from the beginning. Like she was one of them people that knew teaching was teaching was where it was at. You know what I mean? So you can see on her post, on her tweets, on all that stuff like that, that she was really one of those people that loved teaching. I don't know. I don't know if y'all can hear me. Hold on. Let me get my mic right. So, basically, uh, she used to always get tutorials and stuff. Like she was thats why I'm saying—like she loved teaching. She was like one of them people that went over and beyond. Like she didn't have to have tutorials on Monday, but she's gonna do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then the day that is supposed to be Thursday, they're going extra hard Thursday. You can come if you want to Friday. She's like one of them teachers. Like she want all her students to excel. So. One day, uh, around 2.30ish, she uh, was telling her class before they got dismissed that um, she wanted a couple of students to, you know, stay after after class uh, so she can help them out. And amongst those students was a 14-year-old student named Philip Chisholm. What is it? Uh, Chisholm? I'd be messing up these names. Uh, Philip Chisholm, 14-year-old, uh, ninth grader. He was one of the students of mine among some that was told to stay after class to to help. I don't know like what transpired if he just lingered behind like to be the last student or whatever, but fast forward It's 4 30, 5 30. Um Colleen's parents are uh no, noticing that she ain't made it home yet. So, you know, I mean, they're calling the school and trying to figure out what's going on, and they go up to the school and they still see her car. So now they're starting to go into panic mode. Call the police, tell them that they see the car, uh, but they don't see her, you know. Tell the principal, woo, woo, woo. Also, at the same time, Philip's parents is calling the school saying that. Their child hadn't made it home yet. One of the teachers had notified the police and told the police that uh Philip was in Ms. Ritza class after school for tutorials. So one of the polices decided to go, let's go watch video surveillance and see what we can see. This is where it gets disturbing. As Miss Ritzer comes out of her classroom don't quote me on the times but let's just say 3.30 is 4 o'clock camera shows her walking out of her classroom round in the corner going into a restroom three seconds later the camera shows Phillips coming out holding a pencil with a backpack on and he's round that corner just like she did and going to the restroom with her two to three more minutes later no cuz I said seconds first so two to three minutes later it shows a student walking into the restroom and then shortly runs back out later when investigators talked to the that student they said that she just seen the back of somebody and they were changing clothes as a detective started to keep going through film and surveillance from the school they see Philip going back and forth multiple times uh changing clothes walking back and forth to the crime scene uh and then this last time it shows him taking the trash so when I say a trash think about that trash that if you stay in the house you know how you got to put those trash out in front of the uh in front of the house so the trash people can get it the trash bins the big ones uh it shows him wheeling one of them into the bathroom and then wheeling it back out shows him going towards the student parking lot that's when they lose sight of him on surveillance um as they go looking for him they can't find him police find a boy walking with a backpack they pull him over end up being philip chisholm question him they go through his backpack they see a a knife and a bloody box cutter. And they asked him where the blood come from. And he say, from the girl. They go back to the school or they go find her. I guess he told them where they was or however it went. And right where the body was, they found a note, a handwritten note that said, I hate you (sighs) all. Police immediately arrest Phillips like i mean to you it sounds like an open opening case, right like how can you beat that with a stick like how can you even try to fight against that who would want to defend something like that but as you know how the world is some people like his mom was saying that he wasn't himself, and maybe the cause of the divorce and having to move to new schools triggered him and his his uh, defense was saying like he he wasn't mentally there, like he has illnesses, and they hired a psychologist, and the psychologist said he was uh, he was di- diagnosed with this disease and this disease, and, and because of his, because of the crime, the severe the crime, they charged him as an adult. Remember, he's only 14. They chose him as an adult, but also while he's waiting in, I guess, to go to trial or while they got him in the detention center, uh, waiting to go to trial, he does the exact same thing to a CO in the uh, detention center. She rounds the corner going to a, a bathroom, he rounds the corner going to a bathroom and he starts just stabbing her with a, I guess a pencil or something. But unlike Ms. Ritzer um staff got in there got to her got him off of her um she was okay she didn't suffer serious injuries that was able to take her out of injuries she had um but I mean like that just goes to show like something is really wrong with Philip like I don't think we should lock him up and throw away the key I mean I, I mean I think yeah we should but I'm saying don't just lock him up and throw away the key these are the kind of people that you should be studying in mental homes and then stuff like this while they're young and still got time because once you hit a certain age in your life in your 20s and your 30s, you've learned how to bottle stuff in. So no matter how hard somebody try, you just already mastered how to bottle in certain things. So when you're 14 years old and you're charged what did he get uh mandatory life with possibility of parole after 25 years and then he got an additional 40 years in the day uh for something else and then he got another 40 years in the day because they also found her wallet and her id and shit in his bag so he went and got that out of her car uh after he rolled her to the trash can This is this case here is disturbing, but I, I, I it's even more disturbing because I kind of want to know like what really took place. Because even one of the students had came forward and was like, when she asked why did he move to that school, uh, and did he miss his other school, he like turned up and she said at first she didn't even know he was getting mad like he started getting mad and then he started like tweaking so when she realized he was getting mad she changed the subject and started talking about something else and then she boom she ended the conversation but then she said like two minutes later he was sitting over there talking to herself and saying all these weird things and stuff so she got out of there Police also asked him, like, why? Why did you do it? Was you attracted to uh, her? Was you this? Was you that? He said that she said a trigger word, a word that triggered him. He didn't reveal what that word was, but he said she said a word that triggered him and that made him go and kill her. She wasn't sexually assaulted. He did have her panties with him. She was naked from waist down, but I don't think he got, was able to do it. I think he might have freaked out and got up out of there because they didn't say that they, you know what I mean? Like she was sexually assaulted or anything uh, before she was killed or why she was killed or however it But even then, though, man, it just kind of makes me feel like what happened at home? What happened at that other school? Because to me, I feel like, The way life is set up, if you're strong enough in life, you can learn that life out. like You can balance life. For example, if you get bullied at school, that's eight hours at school. When you come home, your family don't bully you. They show you love. They give you that love and attention that you long for. So it kind of balances itself if you're open and you talk about the bullying then you know if they're giving you love and support then they're going to support you through that bullying or is it a situation where when you're weak you're getting bullied at school you come home your parents not paying you any attention don't sound like he has brothers and sisters so it's like you have nothing even if he was getting bullied at the other school his parents wouldn't know maybe he was getting bullied at the other school and maybe um he couldn't talk to his parents about it and maybe he did react in a way where he hurt somebody or came close to hurting somebody so the only way was to skip town and get up out of there Let's go and start over with a new life you can't can't hold the the parents accountable because no matter how hard that we as parents try we can't decide how our kid jump off the porch we can give you all the love and all the affection and give you everything you want in life but as soon as you jump off the porch and you get with the wrong crowd or you you dive into something that you know nothing about like we have no control over that only thing we can do is try to help you through the situation. So I don't even want to put it on his mom. She said she put it on a divorce. But me, I just felt like it was lack of attention. I just felt like it was lack of attention. and our, Or what? Was it the father used to beat him that the father he used to see the father beat the mom because it's like he always go for women he don't he didn't father the male teacher in the room he didn't father the male police security guard in the room they were both women like did his dad beat him and his mom watched and she didn't do nothing until it got to a point where She just got her and her son and got up out of there and got a divorce. And you know what I mean? You never know these things. That's why I feel like instead of locking them up and throwing away the key, these are the kind of things where we should break down his mind. Get in his mind. See, was you possessed? Like, was you what? Like, do you feel like when somebody around you is getting more love than you that just ticks you off? Like, let's figure out what is making you do these things but i mean unfortunately we lost a a lot and she was 24 years old 24 year old ninth grade teacher not got a whole life ahead of her man i'm 30 and i can just imagine what i was doing at 20 not knowing I, i would be where i'm at right now at 30 so you can just imagine where she would be right now this happened in 2013 it's 2022 You know, so I mean, my condolences goes out to her family. Like her father felt like he felt because he couldn't protect her, even though it was nothing he couldn't do. But that's just that father. That's just that father. And like that's just that father. You can't do anything about it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Excuse me. Like, man, it's just that's it's crazy. That something like this could happen. Like you can't do anything to prevent these kind of things. You know. You can hire all the security. But if they're in wing A and wing B. And this happened in wing C. It's nothing you can do to prevent this kind of stuff. It's like that's just God's will. I'm guessing. He takes the good young. Her mission was done. And she's with God now. Sad because we're talking about her. He was 14 when this happened. Like <laughs> that too had their whole life, and they just you know what I mean. Like that's that's why I'm so big on getting help. Let's stop trying to self heal ourselves. Who told us to keep emotions in? Like who told us that that was the cool thing to do? I talk about how I feel a lot of time. I bet you my girlfriend be like, Boy, you are a emotional little brat. But it's just me getting it off. Cause why who told me I had to hold in my emotions? Cause I'm a man. Who told me that just because I'm a man I can't feel a certain kind of way, but but respect how everybody else feels around you? No i got the right to feel the way like you have a right to feel the way i have a right to voice the way i feel like you have a right to voice the way you feel have you ever been in a relationship and your girlfriend can voice the way she feel all day every day 24 7 and then the moment you say something it's you're complaining you're whining you're like that's that's what i feel like the kind of mode he was in he seemed like he was the only child or if he did have siblings they were far away or whatever because he never it never said anything about it, and I just felt like with the stuff that was going on between his mom and dad that she didn't pay him any attention because she had to make sure that she was safe from the father apparently I don't know man but again this is this is this is sad, man. I I hate it because most times when it's stuff like this, it's like, it's like, uh, mostly when stuff like this happens, it's like they dated, they messed around, they knew each other, they this, they that. Like, this was a teacher trying to help a student and, and just, just... <laughs> And they said it was premeditated because he came to school with it. So I don't know if he just carried this on him at all times or if he just brought it that day for this reason. But who, who was to say they knew that she was going to have tutorials that day? Because it said around 2.30 that day she said she needed a couple of students to fall back so she can help them. So who was to say he even knew that? So was this something that he brought to school with him every day? out of fear of bullying and like, I'm not even on that. He was just crazy. He was ready for whatever. I'm more like so on being picked on. These are things, this is why I say we should analyze Philip while he's 14, 15, 16, instead of just leaving them in jail to rot, like, I don't know, man, but this is the Rexy T's True Crime Stories, man. Make sure you follow me, man. Make sure you like it. Make sure you share it. Leave me a comment. Answer my polls. Write me questions. Let me know. Am I going off with my podcast? Am I not going off with my podcast? Let me know. And last but not least, whenever you can. You don't have to today. You don't have to this episode. But just whenever you think about good old Rexy T doing his podcast is in his house. Donate it to me, baby. Let's donate and help him get out. <laughs> I love all y'all, man. I appreciate everybody that listen to my podcast. It amazes me the way my numbers go up, 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 up. Like, that's very amazing to me. Um, thank y'all for everything. Y'all keep me encouraged. Y'all keep me wanting to go. Like, I, I just wish I can drop podcasts all day. But it's like, you know, but thank you guys for listening I love y'all thank you so much Rexy T's true crime story the Colleen Ritzer case RPTU my condolences to your family stay up